Welcome to the third Relatable Podcast with Julie B., where we talk through the challenges of life and the joy of healthy relationships. I'm your host, Julie B., and I'm here with my co-host, Lauren Hall. Hey, I'm Lauren, and I am delighted to be here. Okay, I just want to know, how many difficult conversations would you say that you've had in the duration of your marriage? Oh, the duration? Mm -hmm. I was hoping it would be like just in the last week or so. (laughs) Uh, You know, we've had probably five or six really difficult conversations, I would say. And how many of those would you say ended well? Well, it depends. If my point was made, then they ended really well. (laughs) Right? (laughs) No. Uh, To be honest, I I think that the first few did not end very well. We were still learning some things about each other and learning about marriage. But lately, they've gotten a lot better. We've learned how to communicate better. And with a little more practice, hopefully the next dozen difficult conversations will end very well. Yeah. 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 So on today's episode, see, we're, we're just here to help because mm-hmm. this episode mm-hmm. dives into what defines a difficult conversation. If you can really talk through anything. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you can. Yeah. But you have to be really intentional about your end game. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Good to yeah. know. Yeah. Writing that down. <laughs> The dangers of having difficult conversations in front of your kids. I think that's a big one. And then the factors that play into what make a difficult conversation or a conversation difficult in and of itself. Mm, like if it's about your in-laws. Uh, Yeah, <laughs> that would definitely be one, along with um, money yeah, and disciplining your children. Oh, I could, the list could go on. Well, anyway, so there's a lot of meat to this episode for sure. So take a listen and let us know what you think. You might have seen some of our previous sessions where we've talked about communication and conflict. Some folks have asked us if we would have a specific session on how do you talk to your spouse about difficult topics. And uh, I'm just going to lob that right over to you. (laughs) Wow. No, that's that's not an easy conversation. Just uh, thinking through how do you do that because everybody's different. There's no cookie cutter way to say that. But I think we all have had experience with those difficult conversations. So I've asked Gina Ellis, Reggie Madison, and John Dom to join me for this session of Julie BTV, The Relatable Table. So let's just jump right into difficult conversations. I mean, I, okay, well, I, I would say, number one, don't wait till you need to have a difficult conversation. Wow. To Come talk. on, yeah. like, really straight out of the now, gate. <laughs> I, you know, talk about what the rules are going to be, uh, the rules mm-hmm. of engagement, um, and agree to those when you're not having a difficult conversation. Um, as much as I, and I, I, was just gonna I say. fully agree with them, I do. But, I, I can tell you right now, somebody's listening to this, and I would be that person. Yeah. 
that knew we needed to have a difficult conversation mm-hmm. have been avoiding the difficult conversations. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I avoided a few in my time. Don't tell my wife. Okay. <laughs> she knows. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're right. I mean, coming up with a game plan right. becomes like the way to try to get through them, I believe. But, you know, I think the first thing for us, for me, was deciding there's no way around it. Wow. Okay. Because, I mean, there's many times where I think I tried to figure any way to avoid having, having to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, and two, hmm. um, I think for me, there's a lot going on in my head when it comes to a difficult conversation. So, like, what defines a difficult conversation? Because it could be all mm-hmm. about your pride. I right. mean, literally, just a few weeks ago, I had been out of town for a week, and I've told Gina this story, but I'd been out of town for a week, and I asked Jay yes. if he would water my flowers, and I have lots yes. of flowers, and he said yes. But how Jay waters the flowers and how I water the flowers are kind of different. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I came home and some of my flowers <laughs> didn't look very great. And so like literally yes. in the first five minutes of seeing him, that's where my focus is. So needless to say, that uh, didn't, didn't go, go very well. So I'm inside and I'm kind of moping around and in my head, I'm like, practice what you preach, practice what you preach. <laughs> And so I go outside. I mean, I I go outside and I look at him and I'm like, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I love you way more than I love flowers. I think I just was surprised. For us, that was a difficult Mm -hmm. conversation. Mm -hmm. And for some people, they may be like, seriously, like that's nothing. But I think you have to decide, you do have to think about yourself and know you. And Mm -hmm. if you're ornery, and stubborn, and pride can get the best of you, you you gotta think that through, and mm-hmm. all those things you said are so true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the moment. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Because you have an expectation, and you're frustrated, your flowers were wilting. It's, it's you have to still be respectful and loving even in the midst of that difficult conversation and mm. disappointment. Yeah, and what, you know, flowers are way more meaningful to me than they are to him. Exactly. So, and, and I mean, he, he did water the flowers. Yes, he did. Just not the same way I would have, so. <laughs> you just hit on ex- expectations. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And disappointment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because often I think those are the precursors, right? Oh, mm-hmm. and, 100% and agree. The expectation wasn't met. Yep. Or I know I'm about to disappoint my spouse. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. I mean, and that can be from anything from they did not water the flowers well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He really did. He just didn't do it the same as I do it. But it's that- also hot. Yeah. Extremely warm, so more evaporation. Mm. So But I think the other part is when it's disappointment, when you're about to share something that, you know, you may have done something that was very disappointing to your spouse. Mm -hmm. Um, and who wants to I mean, who wants to see the other person upset, disappointed? That's Mm -hmm. often we're trying to avoid, right? right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that takes a 
And different people react different ways. Yeah, well, like, and I would add respect in the mix that yeah, you just talked about yeah. because I often think that goes right out the window. Oh yeah. When when you're trying to have a difficult conversation, especially if you think you're right. And it doesn't take much to feel that disrespect or perceive yeah. it at least. It can be a tone of voice, it can be an eye roll, it can be mm. a look on your face. A heavy sigh. A heavy sigh. <laughs> And you know now someone feels disrespected, yeah. and you just oh. you just made it more difficult to have this conversation. So you now have to have another difficult conversation right. about how the difficult conversation just made you feel. Mm -hmm. There you go. You know what? The reason I think this became so difficult, I knew going in, I went, and it's not a myth, but you think you have figured out we can talk through anything, mm. and it'll be easy. Who told you that? Yeah. <laughs> it's just you. Uh, yeah, when we're dating, that's not we correct. Were just, I mean, well, we can talk through anything, but man, but it's it is, different. It is, yes. it's, it's different. It's, it's difficult. I, I, I understand the dance of avoidance now because <laughs> there are just some things you think, especially is this a big deal? But if you don't say it, then eventually it becomes a big deal. Yeah. So being aware that you still have to have the conversation. Well, knowing what's a big deal to your spouse or partner, you mm. know, I think sometimes we we have our ideas of what is a big deal and what needs to be addressed and you know what we think is important. Um, but if we're not respecting uh, our partner and taking their thoughts into consideration. You know, there's things that I don't think are a big deal that I know my wife thinks are a big deal. So, you know, we're gonna have to talk about some of those things, mm -hmm. even though, you know, to me, I may not think it's a big deal, but I know it's important to her. Yeah. I think what strikes me about having a difficult conversation is that a, a huge piece of that is feeling safe in your relationship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I Knowing, think, okay, that's a big deal to my spouse. Right. It may not be as big a deal to me, but it matters. And so we've got to create safe, safe space to have the conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, and even adding to that, there's reasons why some things are more difficult mm. for me that may not be for her yeah. and vice versa. You know, even if it's something as simple, I say as simple, that may trace back to, you know, something that triggers you know, mm. right, a childhood experience right. yes. Yes. that I may not get, but even for her to bring that conversation up can bring in all kind of all types of insecurity mm -hmm. or uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not coming from that same perspective, I may not be that safe person. Oh uh, yeah. And so learning how to respect that there's a lot often more to the story that I just did not know ahead mm. of time. I was, wouldn't have thought about. But be willing to investigate and ask those questions too. Not, I was thinking being curious. Uh, yes, not yeah. assuming you know, Yeah. Right. but you actually have to ask the question. Well, that's, I think, one of the struggles mm -hmm. that I used to always have. And my wife would say, you don't ask enough questions. Mm. She would say things like, you know, I said this, where you didn't ask how I felt, you didn't ask what right. I did, mm. and I, I, I thought I had all the information I needed. I mean, <laughs> now, I'm, I'm probably more with you. We, we can totally respond to that, but we're just 
just get to yes. practice some yes. self-control yes. over here on this <laughs> side of the table. Yes. I mean, there's times <laughs> I've said something and I thought later, like, wow, how did that not get a follow-up question or how did that, you know, but it was clear that, you know, something was important to me or something was one way in my mind, but it wasn't that way. It wasn't that important in my wife's mind. So sometimes you have to talk about talking mm-hmm. and have conversations about conversing. And, you know, like I was saying at the beginning, and I know it can be hard because you don't think about it until there's a difficult thing mm-hmm. to talk about. But we have talked a lot about uh, my wife and I, you know, we kind of have the rules of engagement for mm-hmm. having hard conversations. And we came up with those when there wasn't something difficult mm-hmm. to talk about so that it wasn't heated already. And we could talk about like what triggers us, what triggers, uh, you know, a bad childhood memory or, you know, makes you feel disrespected. And, and then I can practice my good listening skills and make sure that, you know, I'm listening to what my wife has to say about all those things. But a lot of times I think we just, couples don't think about how they communicate until there is a very difficult right. thing to talk about. Or when they communicate. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. As a parent, it's really, I, I really try really hard not to have difficult conversations around the kids. And what's real interesting now, since we live in a hands-free state, everything goes through the car. So where you used to could talk in code, holding the <laughs> telephone, now the conversation is being heard throughout the car. And my husband said, oh, I didn't know I was on a speaker. So just being aware of timing and when to have those conversations. When the kids aren't around, whether it's in the morning, in the evening, at dinner, just different places when you have right timing so that you can have the conversation. Well, and would you agree that depending on the topic, it's not necessarily bad right. to have the conversations yeah. in front of the kids Correct. so that we can actually teach in the process. Yes. But there are certain things, especially if it's something between you and your spouse, yes. Yes. that uh, it may need to be right. off the radar. Right. Um, my husband's father has been sick and his mom's taking care of her. And I just see the care that the impact is having on her his mom. And that's just one of the things, you know, you don't want Mm -hmm. the boys over concerned about the grandparents because, you know, kids can mull over things. So just being aware. But them seeing a resolution to a difficult topic, they'll realize this is the hard work that goes Mm -hmm. into being in a healthy relationship. And that you can do it. Yes, it's possible. Yes. We've, We've had to just remind ourselves that we're always on the same team. Right. And I mean, it, it, and it's funny, you, it's one thing to say that, yes. but she's caught me on the carpet where it's like, you're talking to me as though we're on different teams. Hello. But it's that <laughs> stubbornness well, you're and different. pride too. You're, you're, you can be wired very differently. Yeah. I, I tell you, I think if we don't remember that, it comes back mm. to bite us every time mm-hmm. because it's just easy to think, oh, we're so much alike or we, mm-hmm. we, we, are, we are on the same team. Yes. We get along, so we just think alike. And the reality is we're we two don't. different people. We grew up in two different yes. households. We have very different mm-hmm. experiences. Even when you share the same values and you have that commitment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's still recognizing it can still be difficult is important. Mm-hmm. I know one thing we've started to do is 
because we went through a series of just difficult conversation after difficult conversation about everything from, you know, respect and mm -hmm. at times me not feeling respected, at times her not feeling loved mm -hmm. or valued mm -hmm. or cared mm -hmm. for, um, where we said, okay, when we put the kids to bed, to bed we are going to sit and look in each other's eyes and talk. And we nice. did, we used some rules of engagement, you know, it, making sure that we understood, and our three things were understand the other person's thoughts, mm -hmm. understand their emotions, mm -hmm. and understand their desires. Mm -hmm. And that kind of slowed the conversation, the conversation down. down. And it slowed it down so that we were more focused on the issue mm. and not sometimes the other person. And you're probably a little more deliberate in your word choice and a little more sensitive to your wife's feelings just because it is slowed down. Right. And you're not rushing. And you're not trying to win. Exactly. Right. Mm. But you know what was, is neat about it? It also feels more honest. Uh. Which was, I think was the part that at times I was concerned about that it would be, you know, polished or, <laughs> or whatever. No, it's just you really felt like you were explaining and talking for yourself and not based off an, expecta an unrealistic mm, expectation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just to show differences, in our house, after Ashley went to bed was not a good time right. <laughs> to have the difficult conversations. And so, but we agreed to get up early in the morning when mm. we were fresh to have the conversations that needed to be had because we, we just knew I'm for sure not at my best in the evening and that just makes the difficult conversation <laughs> even more difficult. Right. So. Yes. Well, exactly. sometimes you have to, like I know in, in my house, um, you know, my wife and I, opposites attract, could not be more different. Um, she goes to bed very early and like instantly falls asleep. I'm the one that's more likely to stay up late and, and watch a ball game or something. But before she's going to fall asleep, we ask each other, what was the best part of your day? Uh, what was the most frustrating, most challenging part of your day? And then one of our questions is, is, is there any issue or concern that we need to talk about later? Because mm. I, you know, we're not going to try to get into it at bedtime, you know, when my wife is half asleep, even though that's a great time for me to talk. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes you have to be willing to say, yeah, that is important. Uh, that is a conversation we need to have. Not right now. You mm -hmm. know, can we and I'm not trying to avoid the conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, can we do this tomorrow at lunch? Mm -hmm. um, and and not not get into a difficult conversation when really it's like the deck is stacked against you for having a successful conversation, right, yeah. you know? Right. Some yeah, of, it's I funny like though, because some of the conversations I know can make me feel a certain kind of way. Hmm. And being able to deal with those emotions in the moment and sometimes those emotions can make you, what is it, fight, flight, or freeze, mm -hmm. yeah, right? right. <laughs> yes. yeah. mm -hmm. And learning on the times of when to acknowledge and be able to stick in there. You know, some people these days, we're not careful. And I think I was one of them, are not always emotionally resilient. Right, mm. right. And so when some of those emotions start Pop rising, yeah. you know, we can go into defensive mode yeah. mm -hmm. or attack mode yep. 
or you know the other kind of self-preservation techniques mode. right mm -hmm. that's uh, my big one and, and so i know for me fin figuring out how to be okay with that emotion in the midst of the conversation and you know even sometimes they're justified sometimes they're just it's pride mm -hmm. <laughs> right yeah well sometimes oh, i yeah. want to say to my wife you know in effect like we can talk about this now I'll be able to have a better conversation about this if we do it later. Mm -hmm. Now, if you, yeah. you know, and I do need to do the heavy lifting of mm -hmm. examining my emotions and, mm -hmm. and learning to control them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I like to think about stuff before I talk about it. And I, I think a lot of men are like that. Um, they, they don't process by talking, mm -hmm. you know, they don't want to talk until they've processed. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. To, to put an important conversation <laughs> off until a little bit later <laughs> gives me time to think it through and probably control some emotions, get myself together, and it will probably be a more productive conversation. But if you want to get into it right now, we can. See, I think this is so insightful and interesting because for a lot of women, and oh, I know not every, not woman, every woman, but for a lot of women, mm -hmm. um, to hold that inside and I'm not saying I mean, I'm not disagreeing mm -hmm. with you. I'm just saying to know yourself is so important because mm -hmm. for some women it's like my head's going to explode if I don't get to actually have this conversation and start processing some of right. it even if we don't get to resolution. Mm -hmm. And and then certainly other people are like, "Okay, well I'm just like you. I mm -hmm. I need that time to think and process and mull over to even have any idea what I Correct. think about that mm -hmm. before I open my mouth. But mm -hmm. I, I just think that goes back to in the day in, day out, living life with each other, working hard to be a good understudy of your spouse mm -hmm. so, so that you get them. Um, and and their quirkiness and and are they an internal processor or an external processor mm -hmm. and appreciating that about them mm -hmm. versus seeing it as deficient if they're not exactly the same as you, which right. lays this foundation for then safely being able to enter into really murky waters with difficult conversations. Because difficult conversations are going to happen. You're going to have well, to talk about. Well, if you're going to have a relationship worth having, yeah. Happen. Children, yeah. how they're going to Well, we should probably talk about different. what are those? Like, you know, Gottman talks about, John Gottman talks yes. about the conversations that are the difficult ones. So children. I would say family or in-laws yeah. is another. in-laws, sex. Sex, money. Money. Money for sure. Yeah. Career. Yeah. Work. How you spending your time. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the good news is you're normal if, that, <laughs> right. if, if yes. you're having difficult conversations yes. about those things. Yes. But the idea of avoiding the difficult conversations is really the scary thing. Right. Well, and are we trying to avoid the conversations or are we trying to avoid, avoid the emotions that attach themselves? Yeah, so to, to protect yourselves, yeah. Which mm -hmm. takes away from the relationship. Mm -hmm. it, it does. Mm -hmm. And just, I think, getting comfortable, I don't know if comfortable is the word, but getting okay with the fact that we're going to have some conversations that stir up a lot of emotion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, imagine you go and tell, so I, I remember the time I had to tell my wife, I you know, had struggled with pornography. Mm -hmm. And so 
I didn't know what kind of emotion that was going to stir up in her. Mm -hmm. And so being able to stick in that and, you know, some of the things that when you understood how it made her feel, what that was, how she interpreted that mm -hmm. was difficult, you know, because you begin to, one, there's a part of me that want to get offensive, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. There's a part of me that want to say you're taking this too far. Mm. Um, and so, but I had to stick in there. And let her. Right. And I think for her, respecting, or both of us, respecting the emotions that the other person was experiencing and sharing and providing a safe place to experience yeah. it, mm -hmm. share it, mm -hmm. and fight through it. Mm -hmm. That I mean, that was one of those memorable moments of, we're on the same team, we're on the mm -hmm. same right. team, that almost takes you through because that issue itself can be so divisive right. yeah. and can have so many different tentacles that make you, that pitch you against each other. Mm -hmm. Well, soon you, a lot of times with these difficult conversations, you get halfway in and you find out that you are talking or arguing about how you're talking or arguing. Mm. And, and the main issue has kind of gotten lost. Um, and now, you know, we're having this discussion about how we're discussing this thing, right? you know? And I, I think that that sidetracks a lot of right. really good, you know, conversations like you described that, mm. like that was a really powerful um, conversation in your relationship. But, you know, if we start critiquing the other person's response mm -hmm. and, you know, well, man, I didn't think it would be this big a deal, um, invalidating their emotions, you know, then we're really not going to be talking about this issue. We're going to be talking about talking. Right. And a lot of times that escalates very quickly. But sometimes you rehearse in your brain, worst case scenario. Oh my goodness. But yes. then when you actually have the conversation. It's not even that bad. It's not that bad. Um, I had a little fender bender uh, last week and I was driving my husband's new car. And <laughs> that was important information. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I usually don't drive it, but it has serious and it had air conditioning. I was like, okay, I'm gonna just drive it. I'm just going right around the corner. And somebody kind of like tapped the side. And I was like, oh, how am I gonna tell him hmm. that somebody he was like, I could care less. In my brain, hmm. it had already gone. Oh my God, you probably should have just driven your car. That's what my mind is telling me. He said, I just want to make sure you're okay. I could care less about that car. Sometimes our brain goes well, places that well, the that conversation. anticipation oh, can yeah. often mm -hmm. make the difficult discussion even more difficult right. because mm -hmm. you have rehearsed yeah. all of this in your head yeah. and you're just ready, waiting yeah. for him yeah. so that and, you can pounce. And then when he said, it's okay, I was like, Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, it helps. We've covered a lot of ground, and uh, I want to make sure that we're really clear with people since they've asked, specifically having the difficult conversations. And I'm, I'm glad you brought up pornography because I, mm -hmm. I think it really could range anywhere from I have to go home and tell my spouse that I don't have a mm -hmm. job mm. or that. I've had an affair mm -hmm. or that um, the way that he or she dealt with my parents was not mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. You know, that there's a hard conversation to be had. And 
we've we've certainly talked about that we're all different and that respect plays a role yeah and you brought up expectations yeah. and disappointment but just mm. um, thinking through in the in the last couple of minutes uh, wisest um, gold nugget that you feel like you want to leave on the table for people to mull over when they're thinking about these difficult conversations and not shying away from them, but being willing to walk towards them in an effort to grow their relationship. You ready, Reggie? <laughs> I'll start, yes. Okay. The biggest one, I think, is remembering that we're different. Yeah. And that our way of thinking Neither one of us is wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, if I can piggyback on that, I think a good conversation to have is what did you see growing up? How did your parents handle conflict? How did they handle difficult conversations? Because that will probably be so enlightening and explain so much about the, you know, the different angles that you are coming from. Because mm -hmm. um, you were, you know, one of the biggest differences might be how your parents handled difficult mm -hmm. conversations. Mm -hmm. Especially if they is. didn't have them. <laughs> right, right, right. One thing I would say is remember you're talking to the person you love, not yeah. some stranger off the street. This is somebody you love and be kind and mm. compassionate even in the midst of a difficult conversation. Yeah, all, all really oh, good you, things. Along those lines, I think we can, we can be so focused on winning an argument mm. and forget that we're losing our spouse. Mm. You know, we're, we're losing relationship and respect and is, is the argument, you know, winning that argument, is it worth the damage that's gonna be done? Do you wanna be right? Or do you oh, wanna yeah. be in relationship? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Ooh, uh, I hope you'll listen to this session more than once. I know I'm gonna go back and listen again. Definitely some powerful words about having those difficult conversations and the importance of not shying away from them, but being careful to walk towards your spouse and to choose the time carefully be respectful of each other, and remember what the end game is. You, you are on the same team, and you want to come on the other side of the conversation uh, stronger and in a different place. Your relationship shouldn't just be at the same level that it's been for years. Yeah. It should constantly be growing, and the only way it can grow is by having the difficult conversation. Thanks for tuning in to the Relatable Podcast with Julie B. If you'd like more resources for marriage, parenting, and more, be sure to visit our website, firstthings.org.